Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys today. And I have my good friend Brian McFadden of Legit Football back with me, my all-NFL things guy. Um, how are you, Brian? How you doing, man? John, I'm great, man. We had such a good time last week. It was just a no-brainer to do this again. And, uh, and now we're not just talking NFC West. We're talking no. all 32 teams, and this is this is my playground. Let's play. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. Now, I know that there's some people listening right now like, what? This is not an hour-long 49ers conversation. <laughs> Today it is not. 49ers will be included in it. Also, you know, something to pay attention. Where do the NFC West teams fall? But also, who are the main contenders? With the 49ers being a championship contender, which I think they are, we'll see where they fit on this list. Um, we're ranking teams 32, dead last, all the way up to number one. I have not seen Brian's list. He has not seen my list. Um, now, I'll chime in with some of my rankings, but this is predominantly going to be you know, where Brian sees them, trying to get a neutral perspective on these teams, and I'm sure we're going to disagree. Hopefully, we get into some heated debate. And again, um, if you're watching this show live, which I want to say thank you, shout out to all the hashtag CC Countdown crew. Uh, we are going to have to get a giveaway in the next week or so, so keep those coming, but let us know if we're wrong. So here we go. This are the best and worst teams in the nfl we're gonna start at the bottom drake style um team number 32 brian who is your worst team in the nfl so, i, I want to preface this by saying uh, this is not because this is a 49ers podcast uh if any of you guys were watching our stream last week where we broke down the schedules for the nfc west you know that i am not high on this team at all and that is the seattle seahawks oh <laughs> i did not pay him to. in fact no. i had the seahawks at 31 
Mm. Um, but you have 32. Please take as much time. Detail. Um, <laughs> we and can just do an hour. Just Let's like do an hour of how bad the Seahawks are going to be this this year. Uh, no, Why we, do the Seahawks suck, Brian? Yeah, so we rehashed this last week. When you, you At the end of the day, you lose two Hall of Famers and Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson, including at the most important position of football you're going to be worse. This is a team that was already bad last year with those two. Uh, it's a team that is not very forward-thinking. Pete Carroll is 70 years old and still coaching like it's the 1970s. Uh, and they didn't do anything to replace those. When you've got Geno Smith and Drew Locke as the two guys you're trying to to, to roll out there to in the tough NFC West, uh, you're not gonna, in my book, you're not going to be higher than 32nd. Uh, it's one thing if you have a plan and you've got a, lo- a lot of young talent to replace those those future Hall of Famers that you're letting go, but I don't see a plan here. And worse off, and I mentioned this last week, John, they think they're better than they are, and that's dangerous for an organization from a team-building standpoint because they're not trying to rebuild. They're trying to compete, but they don't have the talent to do it. Yeah, and I'll say that like it seems like early OTAs, Geno Smith is getting the lion's share of the first-team reps. Yikes, man. Just yikes. I do think that Gino is better than Drew Locke. Yeah. But um, I also think I might be better than Drew Locke. So <laughs> I'm not that's better the than Drew Locke. That's the sad part. When you have when you say Gino Smith is better than insert random quarterback Ugh. name, you know you have a problem in your Ugh. quarterback room. And and that's why I firmly got Seattle. Honestly, it was an easy choice for me. I'd love to hear uh, who you have at 32, John, since you've got Seattle at 31. I have the Falcons dead last in the NFL. Mm. Um, so I have Atlanta sitting at that 32 spot again, man, I, I thought they should have started rebuilding last year, but they went with Kyle Pitts. And then this year you kind of look at what they're doing. Um, I, I don't mind their draft. I like that they got Desmond Ritter, but there's just nothing there. It's a, it's a, it's a very bare cupboard. Um, so the Falcons, that's my 32 team. Who's your 31? So at 31, uh, although they certainly surprised some teams last year, I just don't see a whole lot in the future for this. We've, they've got a, a one-year coach that they let go in David Cully last year, uh, and Lovey Smith come on, who I have a ton of respect for, but I really don't think he's the future there. I just don't know that Houston has a real plan, so I've got the Texans at 31. They're better from a depth perspective than they were two years ago. They signed, yes. Nick Casario signed, what, 33 free agents last year? And it worked. They were more competitive than people thought they would be, but that's not a long-term plan. That's like putting Band-Aids on the wound plan. Yeah, it might, you might not die, but you're certainly not going to get any better. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm with you there. I like it, I like it. Um, let's go 30. Let, let's stay with this. I have the Texans a lot higher than you, but I'm going to wait and hold off and tell you where I have them. Okay. Uh, and I, I have the Falcons higher. I'm still not at Atlanta, and I'll Ooh. give you my thoughts when we get there. So at 30, um, I'm going with the Carolina Panthers in the same division as as the Falcons. Uh, yet another, there's going to be a theme here, and we didn't mention this with the Texans. Davis Mills, surprise, sure, but I don't see him as a franchise quarterback. When you don't have a franchise quarterback, the rest means jack squat yeah. just just plain and simple you want to break the nfl down into simple terms it all starts with the the signal caller position and carolina doesn't have that figured out uh matt corral at the draft order they you know the draft capital they got hey great take a shot i can't yeah. fault them for that pick getting him in the third round but uh, i mean it's we know sam darnold is who he is at this point uh cam isn't even re-signed he's still a free agent out there you know i don't whole, think they're bringing he him was back. back for like what one game uh, so it was I half just, of the game. It was one drive, and everybody started saying like he. And I was like, "Did you watch the game? Touchdowns. He was awful. Yeah. He was awful yeah. the whole game." 
Um, he had one highlight running touchdown, did the whole Superman thing, and and just like instantly crown him old Cam, 2015 MVP Cam. So yeah, I mean, I do. There are some pieces I like, which is why I would say have them ahead of the Texans and the Seahawks. Uh, I think Brian Burns is a bona fide pass rush star. Yes. I think he's only going to get better. Um, you've got Jeremy Chin as, as a really rising safety. Uh, Terrace Marshall didn't get to be on the field a lot last year, but I'm. Hearing, I really like that pick. I yeah. like that pick a lot, but. He's got the talent. He's got the speed. He's got the playmaking ability. Maybe he just needs a better quarterback. Um, DJ Moore resigned. Uh, he's just an absolute you know, bona fide number one wide receiver. Right. Christian McCaffrey. Nobody can question his talent, but at this point, you have to question his durability. Uh, and they've got a lot of problems on the offensive line. So if you can't protect and you don't have a good quarterback, it doesn't matter if you have young defensive stars. You're going to have trouble winning games. Brian asked this, and I'm curious your thoughts on this as well. Um, is there a chance Jimmy Lance winds up in Carolina or Baker Mayfield? Like, is there a chance that their quarterback's not on their roster? Do you think they stay with what they got? They're, they should be looking at those quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, let's be say what you want about Baker, but Baker is a better quarterback than anyone that's currently on Carolina's roster. Jimmy G certainly, having gone to a Super Bowl, is a better quarterback by far than anyone that the Panthers have on their current yeah. roster. And if they aren't at least considering, and we have had – we have heard news that they are, that there was actual discussions at one point around Carolina bringing on uh, in mm -hmm. a trade with uh, Cleveland for Baker. And there was some issues with uh, the, the contract and how much money they wanted to take on. So I, I if, if Carolina is smart, they're not content. They're not satisfied yeah, with I their current you. quarterback room. They should bring in somebody. And, and, you know, even if it's a Kaepernick, I mean, Kaepernick would be better than who they have on their roster. So if I'm Carolina uh, and Matt Rule, who is, you know, one of the hottest seats out there from a coaching perspective, I'm going to want to bring in another quarterback. Yeah, I, I hope they do as well. I have the Panthers 29. You have them 30. Who's your 2019? Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match of up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So this is actually going against what I just said about quarterbacks. I am high on the quarterback, but I am not high in the organization at all, and that's the Chicago Bears. One thing, you know, franchise quarterback 101, especially when they're on the rookie contract, you want to surround them with two things. You want to give them pass protection and you want to give them weapons. Chicago did neither. They didn't draft a single wide receiver. They, in fact, let go of Allen Robinson, who wasn't a factor last year, but that was a fa- wasn't a factor because of the way they utilized him. I think he's a top 20 wide receiver easily. I think the Rams got a great pickup getting him. Uh, and while you may have a talented quarterback uh, in Justin Fields, you don't have... Uh, the their pass protection was one of the worst. I think 30, 30th or 31st in the league last year as far as giving him time to throw. Yeah. And that's just a recipe for disaster. Uh, Matt Eberflus, we just don't know. He was a fantastic defensive coordinator with Indianapolis, but we don't know what his head coaching chops are. There's just too many question marks. And while I do like Justin Fields as a prospect, there's too many other pieces of uncertainty there. And that's why I've got Chicago at 29. Yeah, I think that week one is going to be fun. 49ers visiting Chicago. I'm really excited about that trip, but man, I, I just. That's a great opening you. game for, for uh, San Francisco. On the road? <laughs> yeah. Like one of the things that, you know, whenever the schedule comes out, easy games on the road. That's what you want because any any wins you get on the road is positive. That just, those are the type of games that vault you into the playoff standings. I'm excited about it. Yeah, um, and look at just real quick. Uh, We didn't really talk about the defense, so traded away Khalil Mack, uh, let go of Eddie (laughs) Goldman, uh, let go of uh, Akeem Hicks, Hicks. who just signed with Tampa Bay. Uh, So you're not getting better on the defensive side of the ball. All we did was talk about how bad the offensive line and lack of weapons are. What is there there excited, you know, what, what Bears fans? I'm sorry, Bears fans. You got Justin Fields, and that's pretty much it. Oh, we got royalty. What's up, Pert? Uh, I love it, man. It was awesome hanging out at the draft, my friend. Glad to see you on here, man. Appreciate that. Uh, oh, we got Sin in the house, too, man. We got a lot of 49ers uh, true bloods in here, and I freaking love it. I love it. All right, Brian, let's jump to number 28. I have the Bears. I feel like our rankings are, like, stepped so they close. The I have Falcons, the Bears 28. We're, we're, we're getting closer to the Falcons, so I'm, I'm, uh, okay. I'll give you my thoughts on why I have them a little bit higher. Uh, at number 28, I got Jacksonville. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly fe- – I mean, look, it can't get much worse. I mean, it can't get any worse. <laughs> I was not a believer in Urban Meyer from the beginning. I went to school at Florida State, so maybe it's like a you know seminal oh, homerism. Didn't like that, but but I just didn't think his process would work in the NFL, and I was proven right basically in training camp last year. Uh, when you go around kicking your kickers and calling them names, it, it's it's not a good start. Uh, but hey, uh, Doug Peterson, guys won yeah, a Super Bowl. Huge he, step up. Former uh, NFL quarterback who has had success getting quarterbacks to play. I mean, look at Carson Wentz. Everybody thought he was a bona fide star. We found out since that maybe not so much. Doug Peterson maybe gets some some kudos to that. So the fact that he's now coming in, I still believe in Trevor Lawrence. I just think he was put in about as worst position as you possibly could. His talent level yeah. hasn't changed. He's only a nope. single year older. Hopefully he's not too scarred. Uh, so I'm kind of digging Jacksonville, not to make a huge jump, but certainly better than last year. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, what can an $18 million Christian Kirk do for you? You know what I mean? Uh, the, the listeners here have been scarred and PTSD developed by Trent Baalke, and he's just, you know what's crazy is if you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars and their salary cap for the future, they have no money. Oh, it's, yeah. That, they're, they're completely screwed. 
I will preface by saying my power rankings had nothing to do with cap space because right. if yeah. it did, the Jags would probably be 32nd. Uh, just because, I, yeah, I'm not a Trent Baalke fan. I know that you all as 49ers fans uh, understand exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Shad Khan not letting him go and, and losing out on some great coaching candidates who didn't want to work with Baalke. That's a whole nother can of worms we don't have to get into. But I like the talent. I like the signings. I don't necessarily like the price they paid for a lot of their signings. If Travis Etienne, who all reports say he's back to being explosive after his injury, if he can stay healthy, uh, you've got some pieces certainly to at least be better than absolute dumpster fire. Yeah, and I think that's where we are. You know, we're talking that's your 28th ranked team. I still think there's probably three or four more teams of these quote-unquote bottom dwellers till we get to a – teams that could actually compete because I don't even think these next probably two to three teams, I haven't seen your list, but I think they're about the same as mine. So 27, uh, let's go there. Uh, is it a New York team? I'm just going to uh, ask. It is not. I, I'm oh. going to, I'm going to put the Falcons in there. I'm not, they're only going to rise so high. Uh, the, I, I'm not, the quarterback situation is obviously not great. I am not as down on Mariota as some other people are. Uh, I like Ritter, actually, as a prospect, especially where they well. got him. Not putting a, you know, first round draft pick, I think that was rich, but getting him where you got him to go behind Mariota, he's kind of a Mariota-esque type of quarterback, works great in an Arthur Smith offense. So I, the reason I have the Falcons here, John, is I like Arthur Smith as a coach. Um, I thought they played above their talent level last year. Uh, I, I think Kyle Pitts, if you look at some of the advanced metrics, uh, he is a bona fide star. He may not have had yeah. the chance to shine with the way this offense operated last year. Uh, and obviously a huge drop down for Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan to Marcus Mariota. But uh, I, I like Cordero Patterson. Um, AJ Terrell is actually uh, going to round out into one of the top cornerbacks in the NFL. So they have some pieces, not enough to be that high, but I, I have a little bit of hope for Atlanta. See, I had him 32. Um, and I, I think a big reason why I have them 32 is just that offensive line's bad. Yeah. Their defense is bad. Yeah, they've got a couple pieces, but I, I don't know. Um, and I'll say this, you know, it, I had them 32, you have them 27. The NFL, I, I think even these next few teams, any one of these teams can finish dead last in the NFL. Like they're yeah. in that, they're all in a similar tier. So let's We're go 26. one or two win differences here. So yeah, right. exactly. So 26, uh, tw- who you got? I am going to the state of New York. I've got the New York Giants here. Uh, I am a fan of Brian Dayball, but completely unproven as a head coach. He was a coordinator for many, many years before finally getting that head coach position. So it's not like he's some, he's not a Sean McVay type who just kind of rose meteorically. Uh, Not a a Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones fan. Um, I don't know who is. I don't know who is. You know, and and I don't think the Giants are. I mean, they didn't pick up his fifth year option. I mean, that's the quarterback they have, and it makes perfect sense to go with him and see to get that last, you know, fourth year out of them. Um, better place from an organization standpoint uh, is having, you know, Joe Shane as your general manager instead of Dave Gettleman. So I think if you are if you happen to be a Giants fan listening or if you yeah. have family and friends that are Giants fans, the arrow is at least pointing up for now, but only so far up. So I've got them at 26. And it's, it's I want to say it's still a relatively weak division. I don't think it's the worst division yeah. in football anymore. I think it was for about a decade but the Eagles, you know, we'll see where they land on this this list. I, I think the Cowboys, obviously, they have a lot of talent on their roster, but they can never put it together from a front office standpoint. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I had the other New York team. I had New York Giants, 26. Uh, Giants, curious to yes. see, 
I, I, sorry, I had the Jets yeah. 26. You had the Giants. I, backwards. Right. I'm dyslexic. My bad. Uh, 25. <laughs> Let's go 25. Where do, who do you got up next? Stick into the state of New York. I've got the Jets See? 25th. Uh, and I'm with you. I think either one of these teams uh, could easily be flip-flop. Why I like the Jets better than the Giants, Salah coming into his second year as yes. a head coach. Their draft was phenomenal. I mean, about as well as you possibly could have had that. Um, you're going to have some people coming back like Carl Lawson, who they lost before the season even started last year. Uh, Zach Wilson, you know, second-year quarterback leap. Yeah. Uh, Brees Hall, what a, what a great pick uh, getting him where they did. Uh, but you've got Garrett Wilson. You've got a number of weapons for, for Wilson to throw to. You brought in C.J. Uzama uh, and Tyler Conklin. So you've got multiple veteran proven tight ends that, that can be playmakers if you need to. Offensive line, still a question mark. Their, their secondary looks a little better. Obviously, if Sauce Gardner uh, pans out you know, at, at their number three overall pick, that's going to be an absolute steal. And Jermaine Johnson, you know, so your pass rush is looking better. So that's the, I just think that the arrow's pointing up. They're in a tougher division in the AFC East. You know, we're going to talk about some of these other teams. Uh, but if I'm p- comparing them strictly to the Giants, I just I like Salah in year two, and I think their draft was a little bit better than the Giants, so I'm going to give the, the Jets the yeah. edge. I'm not sold on Zach Wilson. Um, and I hope that Robert Sala is not tied to him. I think he's going to be, but I think Sala is doing a hell of a job there. And the culture and just everything seems to be moving in the right direction. If the quarterback catches, if the quarterback doesn't, I can see that team kind of going the wrong direction, which I really hope Sala can, you know, steal the ship. I want to see him be successful. He's such a good, easy dude to root for. Now we're at number 24. This is where I have the Texans. So I'm considerably hmm. higher than you are on the Texans. I'm, I'm on the Davis Can we start Mills. with you? I want, to, I want to hear your thoughts on the Texans here. I, I believe in Davis Mills. Hmm. I think Brandon Cooks is great. Um, their defense, they don't have a lot of studs, and I agree with that there. I love the Derek Stingley at three pick. Uh, that like I, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of him. So I think they're moving towards the right direction. But again, this is the so 24 down. This is where I put my tier break. And I think you can argue for any of these teams. And you know, there's one team you haven't mentioned yet that I'm kind of surprised about, and that's the Detroit Lions. Are they coming up soon? They're coming up soon. If you remember on our show last week, I mentioned that I'm higher on Detroit than a lot of the uh, kind of the, the NFL cognoscenti out there. But we'll get to Detroit <laughs> soon. Um, at number 24, uh, I have the Washington Commanders. Ooh. Yeah. And, and I have them at 23, so we're close on them. Yeah, we're kind of right there. Uh, I think we all know what Wentz is at this point. He's not the worst quarterback in the NFL, but he's not going to elevate your team. Uh, you have a bona fide superstar wide receiver in Terry McLaurin. It looks like they're going more running back by committee, which is a little bit of a shame because I really liked Antonio Gibson. Um, I think he's shown the ability to be in every down back, especially with his experience as a wide receiver in college. Uh, J.D. McKissick, a, a fantastic, you know, good thing they were able to keep him after temporarily seeming right. to lose him to Buffalo. Um, and then you drafted Brian Robinson. So it seems to be they're, they're stocking up on weapons. Uh, you got Jahan Dotson uh, as your first round wide receiver, which I think is a great pick. So you've got... You got plenty of plenty of toys for for wins to play with. You still have some some young talent on the defensive side of the ball with uh, Sweat and Chase Young. Um, so their pieces are there, and I like Ron Rivera. I mean, he's a proven head coach. He 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 may not, with exception of one season with Carolina, may not usually reach high heights, but he's a solid coach. He knows how to run an NFL team. Great. Twenty four twenty four sounds about right for them. Yeah, I think you're right there, and. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, what are the betting odds that Carson Wentz is going to be on this team next year? It's got to be close to 50-50. And I don't yeah. care what the contract is. Don't care what the trade is. 
whenever people continually run themselves out of programs, healthy programs at that, it says something about it. And also, I do love the fact that uh, the Colts picked up Nick Foles, which means uh-huh. Nick Foles yeah. has replaced Wentz in three separate locations, um, which <laughs> makes me back very, with Frank very Reich, the quarterback, the, uh, the coach that helped him win a Super Bowl with Philly. There uh, we go. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Indy much, much further up in the list. I got uh, him up but, high, too. I got him up yeah, pretty high, too. I'm, so, I'm kinda... all right, here we go. 23, Michael Jordan. Let, let's hear it. Where, who's the 23rd best team in your power rankings, Brian? I'm going to go to the state of Michigan, and here are my Detroit Ooh. Lions falling in at 23. So Out of 25. I'm, so, yeah, we're not close. Bad, not bad. A, a stat that I mentioned last week that I like to, to revisit here is that they had were in seven, they lost seven one score games. And that is historically a stat that tends to revert to the mean year to year. Seven, and they, you know, uh, other than the draft, they didn't really bring in any big name free agents. So they basically kind of kept the band together. Uh, big fan of Dan Campbell as a coach from a motivational standpoint. These guys will, yeah, he's going to get the most out of that team just because they love to play for him. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, I mean, at number two, should have been the number one overall pick. Yeah. I mean, no brainer. Jamison Williams, as long as he can come back healthy. That was one of my favorite picks of the draft same. by far. Absolute stud. Like, he's a game changer. If he can come back healthy, he's the type. He could end up being the most talented wide receiver in this class, and he only slipped because of his injury. So I love those two picks. We're not going to get to see Williams uh, probably until October-ish, uh, but but that could be enough. If they're in these tight games, they get him back at the end of the year. He's, he kind of comes on quickly. Uh, he could They could beat a, a bad Bears team and some of these other NFC teams that aren't as strong. So 23, you mentioned that's kind of your tier cutoff. It looks like I've got Detroit right in, at the at the start of the next year. There you go. There you go. And yeah, where, where is Don Burr when you need him, Sin? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's somewhere commenting on a 49ers podcast somewhere. That's just what he does. <laughs> All right, 22. Now, this one, I'm, I'm going to jump in and give mine. Go ahead. Uh, let's, let's go. We got a different tier break. So let's go through real quick. Um, Brian's rankings from 32 to where we are now. So 32, we had the Seahawks, Texans mm-hmm. 31, Panthers 30, Bears 29, Jags 28, Falcons 27, Giants 26, Jets 25, Commanders 24, and Lions at that 23. I think this is the cutoff. Right. Now we're into the spot where I would not be surprised if any of these teams made the playoffs. Uh, this is playoff hunt category, which again, seven and seven. So 14 teams get into the playoffs each year. Mm-hmm. We're at 22. So uh, that means there's still teams that are going to be out, but I think these are playoff hunt teams. So who do you have at 22? So this is a, a team I actually wanted to put lower. And the only reason I have them at 22 is because under head coach Mike Tomlin, they have never had a losing record, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. So we talk about the quarterback position, and, and Roethlisberger was spent. He's been spent for two seasons. Um, and, but Kenny Pickett, maybe he's good, but I don't think he's going to be good in year one. I think he's the type of quarterback. He just doesn't have the physical skill set that some of these past stud quarterbacks we've seen. He yeah. may be you know, fairly NFL ready, but... I've just and they, the offensive line has been a question mark for years. Najee Harris was was a, as a star. You got that um, wide receiver Deontay Johnson contract issues not at camp. You know we're, that's kind of getting to be a run of the mill thing. Obviously, 49ers with Debo. It, that that's like a normal thing these days. It's less surprising. Uh, but I just there's just a lot of holes. There's a lot of holes in the Steelers team. A team that needed a lot of help to just squeak into a wild card only to lose in the first round last year. So I, I like where your tier separation is, John, that this is kind of the team. Like, technically, nobody will be surprised if the Steelers are right there at, like, 8-7 and seven, late in the yeah. year trying to fight for that number 7 AFC spot. Um, but I've got them right at the end of that tier at 22. 
I have them at 20, and I thought I was low. Um, Tuit did just retire. Their he defense is great. But yeah, it's I don't they're not a team that got better. They're just not. But I do Correct. believe in their coaching staff. I I have man, I would put Tomlin one or two. If if I was picking if a, a brand new franchise, Tomlin's top two for me. Um and yeah, he's, he's probably number one. They're one of maybe two or three teams, and I'll mention the others when we get to them, who got a bump strictly strictly because of their coaching acumen. Yeah. Like without Tomlin, I'm probably putting the Steelers at like 27, 28, just based on their talent level. So 22 is almost entirely due to the fact that you've got uh, one of the best coaches in the NFL running your team. I like it. Let's go 21. Who do you got at 21? 21, this is a team I probably would have put a little higher if they if their Hall of Fame coach didn't just retire, seemingly. You know, we'll see what Peyton's future is. But yeah, I've got the New Orleans Saints at 21. Quarterback position, as we keep saying, still a question mark. Jameis Winston coming off an injury. Apparently, there's reports that he's been seen limping, so maybe he's not all the way back. Um, I like Chris Olave. I'm not sure I like them trading up to get who is not necessarily a slam dunk. Yeah. You know, game-changing wide receiver. I would have put maybe Williams. I like that we mentioned the Lions doing that. Um, Michael Thomas, a- after a year and a half of not playing, still apparently not ready to play football. So you got big question marks there. Um, I do like the Landry signing, especially because they didn't pay a lot for him. Uh, they lost a lot on the defensive side of the ball, but they were able to replace it with, you know, Marcus May from the Jets. Uh, you got on Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew coming home to New Orleans. But just a lot of question marks. Uh, Alvin Kamara definitely getting up there in touches. Still talented, but not really nothing behind him. Wide receiver is a question mark. Um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm not. And you've and you've got uh, Dennis Allen as a first year head coach. That's that's one of the big ones there. No, and not so much Dennis Allen. It's it's no Peyton, right? That's the issue yes. for me. Now I will say this: this is our biggest discrepancy so far. You have the Saints twenty one. I have mm. a fourteen. I have a 14 mm. because I love their defense. I absolutely yeah. love that defense. Um, it's by, it's one of my favorite players in the NFL is Cameron Jordan. Um, I, I just think he is so unheralded, unheralded, and he should he deserves so much praise. That dude should be an all-pro every year because, again, he might not get the sack numbers everybody likes. He's one of the best run defenders in the past two decades at the defensive line position. So I, we disagree there. The one area I will agree with you is Jameis Winston. I just do not believe in that kid as a winning standpoint. His highlights are great. He can throw the ball like crazy, but turnovers from a quarterback position are deadly. Mm-hmm. Um, with Kamara being suspended, oh, yep. that's going to be interesting as well. Very tough division. I, I, man, I, I wish I could do – I'd pull the Saints down a little bit, man. You're selling me, Brian. You're selling me. <laughs> I, I love Cam Jordan, too. My, my thing is a lot of these head coaches who were defensive coordinators like Dennis Allen, they can't run the defense, and you know not everybody can be a Belichick. So once they become a head coach – and Dennis Allen has been a head coach before, and it went disastrously uh, for the Raiders. So I, I could see there some cohesion and some, some play-calling issues on the defensive side of the ball, even though I like some of their talent. Uh, I, I think there's going to be a drop-off there, and I just don't believe in their offense. Yeah, I'm with you there. What's up, Russell? Just want to say shout-out, man. Glad you could join us live. I love it. Perk <laughs> says, Michael Thomas blocked me two seasons ago because I called him soft. <laughs> you know, Michael Thomas is one of those people on – he's one of the most fragile social media guys ever, and it bleeds over on the field. Um, just delusional. I'm, I'm going to um, comment, Perk. You mentioned two years ago that you called him soft and, and he blocked you. And since then, he has not played much football. So, yeah, there Perk, you go. I think you're in the right there and Michael Thomas is not. 
<laughs> yeah, and you're right. So many teams need Jimmy. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, if you put Jimmy on the Saints, I think it would bump them up considerably. That would be a perfect fit for Jimmy. But right. I don't think Kyle Shanahan would trade him to the Saints at all. Remember, the 49ers almost didn't get into the playoffs last year because of the Saints. Uh, we were tied, and then we won our last game against the Rams, which bumped us up one game. Uh, I don't see Kyle Shanahan trading a quarterback to an NFC contender. The Saints, I think, are that. Um, now, we're saying in this kind of contender, uh, you know what I would label this tier. Let's go number 20. Um, we're, we're in the top 20 now. What do you got, Brian? So, finally, circling back to the NFC West, I've got the Arizona Cardinals here. Ooh. Yeah, if you listened to the show last week, I had them finishing 8-9. and nine. Um, We mentioned that they have absolutely almost you know religiously been a first half team under cliff kingsbury and they don't have and a completely different team when deandre hopkins isn't on the field well guess what deandre hopkins isn't on the field for the first six games their schedule is exceedingly tough <laughs> uh, there's just you know and i like kyler murray he's got the talent but he's in he's definitely he showed up today to he OTA did show up he, apparently this is the second uh, session he's been to so he is at least not holding out and and and, and you know getting or participating with the rest of the team, but uh, you lost Chandler Jones, you know, so you've lost some in the pass rush. Uh, as we mentioned, Hopkins not going to be there the first six games. Christian Kirk, while he may not be a game changer, was a solid wide receiver. You get Marquise Brown reuniting with with uh, Kyler Murray, so I, I like that, but I, this Kingsbury offense just hasn't impressed me, and Kingsbury as a coach hasn't, so they may not be able to utilize Marquise Brown and, and Hollywood Brown in the correct way. I just I don't have a lot of faith in this Arizona team right now. I know, you, you have them ranked one spot higher than me. You have them at 20. I have the Cardinals at 21. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things about the schedule coming out is the 49ers end a regular season finale uh, with the Cardinals, which makes me so happy because their depth is just, I, I don't know, what what is their team? You look at their defensively, yeah, Buda Baker is one of my favorite players in the NFL. But outside of that, they got a couple linebackers and J.J. Watt, who's in his 13th or 14th year. Uh, they lost yeah. their best player on, I think, on their team in Chandler Jones. Right. Yeah, you've I got Isaiah Simmons, who has shown flashes, but has never Zayvon really Collins. come on. Zayvon Collins from last year, once again, showed flashes, but he's not hes not a, you know, Michael Parsons, who just came in and instantly made a difference for the Cowboys. So there's just too many question marks in a conf in a division that is just, we talked about last week, is going to be, the, in my opinion, the second hardest in the NFL. And they have to play the first hardest in the AFC West. I just, not a lot of wins to come by. Yeah, I, I'm by, with you by there. Cliff. <laughs> yeah, they just signed him to an extension. Yeah, I, know, I know. What the hell did. are they thinking? It makes zero sense. Yeah. Hey, man, that G. Everything's about to be. It's going to be bad there. It's going to be bad there. All right. Number, the Seahawks are in their division. It'll only make it be worse. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Number nineteen. Where are you at? Uh, we're gonna go over to the AFC East. Uh, as a Dolphins fan, I am happy to put the New England Patriots here. Yeah. And, and here's why. Uh, you, you lost Josh McDaniels, which you know some people. That is a loss. Belichick, as great of a coach he is, like well, nobody's going to dispute that he's not the GOAT, uh, but he is known for his defensive side of the ball, not his offensive side of the ball. They don't even know who's calling the plays. Like, if you like, they asked, uh, you know, Joe Judge and some of these other uh, coaches that have come back, um, you know, the coaches that fail as head coach, every, they, they come back to New England and they're like, oh, it doesn't matter who's calling the plays at this point. It doesn't matter. Like, how do you not know who's calling your offense? Like, to me, that's trouble. This is not a Mac Jones. Um, comment i i like him I, I i i wasn't a big fan coming out but i thought he yeah. 
played very well last year. Uh, they did a good job by getting Devontae Parker from my Dolphins. I think that's a that's a great pickup. Uh, Hunter Henry ended up being a very good signing last year. So they've got some pieces. Jacoby Meyer, great slot receiver. Uh, Who are the stars on this team? Especially on like, the defense. That's the point I wanted to get to. So J.C. Jackson now with the Chargers. Stephon Gilmore traded last season. Uh, and Dante Hightower, who has been their star of the defense, kind of their quarterback of the defense, they just didn't re-sign him. And you yeah. didn't really replace him. Chase Vinovich, who I was a big fan of, is now in Cleveland. So you lost this talent. You didn't really replace it. Um, Shaq Mason traded to, you know, was their best offensive lineman traded to Tampa Bay. And you drafted a guy who was supposed to be like a third rounder. Maybe Cole Strange is great, but, I mean, you spent a lot of draft cap. So it's just, I, I just, and, hey, I don't like to underestimate Belichick. It is, right. he's haunted me for 20 years. But it, to me, on paper, they lost a lot, didn't replenish. They were already not star heavy. They have a pretty solid second-year quarterback with no offensive coordinator. A lot of question marks. Yeah, and I'll say this. You know, we're, we're at 19. This is the first team we both agreed on and had them at the exact same spot. I have mm. the Patriots 19 as well. Nice. Um, and I wanted them lower. I'm going to be honest with you, but yeah. it's Belichick and that division. Yep. And so it's just like, you know, this is about where they are. Again, they tapered off. And, you know, we talk about things like Super Bowl hangovers, which I think is real whenever you lose and kind of the momentum's lost and all those things. The Patriots got absolutely spanked on national TV in that wild card round. What the mm. Bills did to them was, mm. it was bad. And so that's going to be the taste in their mouth for a whole offseason. I'm just not sold, man. I, yeah. I really am not. Now, I would, you know, we talked about earlier the cutoff between teams that, you know, maybe could be picking dead last. Then we were kind of in these contender teams. Now we're in to the area where if these teams don't make the playoffs, they should be disappointed. It was a bad mm -hmm. season. So I think this is 18 and up. Now I know only 14 teams make the playoffs, but every one of these teams I should expect to make the playoffs. So here we go, 18. Um, who do you got, Brian? Yeah, I agree with your tiering here. Every one of these teams should have playoff expectations, not hopes. Correct. They should expect to be at least in a wild card spot. And we're going to start at 18 with the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, back to back, we're the same, brother. Yeah, Woo. nice. Now we're getting aligned. It's the crappy yeah. teams we don't we don't Get agree them on. Out of here. All these contenders, <laughs> we're, we're on there. Um, hey, look, I like Kevin O'Connell, but he's another one of those first year head coaches that we don't know anything about. We don't know how he's going to be as a head coach. Oftentimes, there's a big transition there. Um, we don't have to get into the Kirk Cousins discussion. I actually am a little higher than most people are. I, I don't think he's a game changer, but he is better than 18, at least, of the uh, NFL starting quarterbacks that, that are on, you know, teams. So don't hate him. Justin Jefferson, you know, top three, maybe wide receiver at this point. Thielen yeah. getting a little older, but that's still reliable. KJ Osborne came on last year. So they've got the weapons. Dalvin Cook, as long as he's healthy, top five running back in the NFL. So you've got those pieces. Uh, Patrick Peterson had a little bit of a revival, yes, last year coming back to Minnesota. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm liking this team at least to, like you said, compete, not, not, Pen, using pen to put them in the playoffs, yeah. uh, but they certainly wouldn't surprise me if they get a playoff spot. And if they don't, yeah, they're going to be disappointed. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. And man, they're a dark horse to win that division. They really, really are. And yeah. they have a good defense. The new coaching staff's kind of weird, um, but who knows how it could go? They're built to win, and I right. think they should win. Just can Kirk Cousins be something on prime time? Can a couple people step up from where they are? They've got star power on both sides of the ball. Um, I, and I how much like does Mike. losing Devontae Adams hurt the Packers? We'll talk about that. Yeah. But yes, I, I, 
I haven't done my division, like, other than the NFC West last week, I haven't mm. done my individual division predictions, but Ooh. I'll have to consider could maybe. That sounds like a future episode, my good friend. Let's do it. Let's that do it. Let's like knock all one. the divisions. All right, let's go 17. Uh, we're almost to the top half of the league. Who do you got? So 17, this is where some, uh, kind of this, I'd say 13 to 17 range, some of the, these teams baffled me, meaning like I really wanted to put them higher, but this, <laughs> the teams ahead, the AFC is so stacked. So we're going to see a lot of AFC teams here. I got the Raiders. Uh, and in a, a normal season where the entire power of the NFL wasn't completely shifted to the AFC, and especially the AFC West, which is just a juggernaut of a division, I'd probably have the Raiders ranked even higher, but it's just the, who they have to go up against. But I love the moves that they made. Uh, like Cousins, I'm a, I'm a car believer to a degree. He's not an elite They're quarterback. They're so similar. They're so yeah. similar. They really cringe are. They're level, so similar. Similar cringe level. Similar and if you're a if you're a new quote coach taking over, you want to guy like you don't have to think about replacing Carr. You know, you just don't. Right. You have you, you know it. Like, okay, good. Maybe in the future, but for now, I got a quarterback who who can run this offense. Who like he's not the liability. He's not the reason they lose. Um, so uh, Josh Jacobs, reliable receiver, Kenyon Drake. Uh, they drafted a running back, uh, but Devontae Adams. At the end of the day, you already had Darren Waller. Um, and Hunter Renfro, who really surprised his route running is just incredible. He's a guy that can just get open and just reliable third down receiver. Mm. And then you added one of the best receivers in the NFL. So they're going to score points, which you need to, but I like some of the defensive moves that they made. Yeah. Chandler um, Jones, baby. Chandler Jones. I'm a huge Chandler Jones guy. Yes. And yeah. you put him next to Max Crosby. So it's not even like you can really double team him. Crosby, who was, uh, I think second only to TJ Watt in uh, QB pressure rate yeah. last year. So you've got a bona fide star uh, pass rush. You've got they added Rockus in, which maybe not a big pickup, but it, it you know it's just that second quality starter out of Indianapolis. You've got a a, a, a secondary that's going to at least be able to be able to compete with the the Mahomes and the the Wilsons and the Herberts. So yeah, Raiders seventeen. But honestly, John, I don't know where you have them, but I could be talked into moving them up. I got them eleven. Um, oh, I love it. I, I got a, that pass rush, and I, I'm a big fan of their their old lines. Good. I'm not a Derek Carr guy uh, by any stretch, but man, I love that defense. That pass rush, it's crazy. It's been one of the worst defenses forever, but yeah. uh, I think they're making a change. I think they're turning around. So uh, we we differ there. You have Raiders 17. I have them 11. Now we're at 16, the top half of the league. Where are you at there? So this is a team that I have here. Strictly based on the moves they made in the talent, I am not a fan of their coaching, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, yeah, I just—I mean, AJ Brown, uh, what what a fan, and for the price that they paid, I mean, it's just a slam dunk uh, to get him uh, and, and give Jalen Hurts some some additional weapons. Devontae Smith, I think, had an underrated rookie season. If you actually watch his tape, he his route He's running fun. really shined. He got open. He just—they had a very run heavy offense and and that's why I'm, I'm questioning the coaching staff but look in the, the defensive side of the ball uh you already had Darius Lay you signed James Bradbury so now you got a bona fide starting one two cornerback um Nicobe Dean you know falling into what the third round he's a first round linebacker uh I just I just like the moves they made I'm just uh, the coaching staff uh worries me a little bit all right yeah I'm not sold on their coaching staff but I love that roster I really really yeah. do I have the Eagles 10th so you have them 16th. I think that's, you know, if you look at kind of who knows what's going to happen in that division, they could win the division or they could be last. Like that's the, the Eagles are all over the place because they're just one of those teams that who the hell knows. And that division as a whole, 
is just kind of all over the place. So yeah, to me, right, if this is a different coaching staff, one comment, then we'll move on. Um, like Nick Sirianni had, he just didn't seem to adjust in time last year and he didn't seem to know the team that he had. So if he realizes now that he's got some great offensive weapons, Dallas Goddard at tight end, uh, and he lets, and Jalen Hurts takes that next step. I would also rank them where you have them. It's, it's Sirianni as head coach. That's that held me back to keep them at 16. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. I do like how he adjusted. You know, one of my things that I value in a coaching staff is in-game adjustments and in-season adjustments. Mm -hmm. They completely threw out their offensive playbook week four. I think it was week four or five, and it worked. Um, But yeah, I thought for sure he was going to be fired like during the season. But they adjusted, and they adjusted to the personnel, and it paid off. So we'll have to see what that looks like. Um, All right, here we go, 15. Number 15, my Miami Dolphins. Oh, Uh, I wanted to rank them higher personally, but no, it's it's another thing. As much as I, I am cautiously optimistic about Mike McDaniel, you as 49ers podcast will probably know more about him than I do. Uh, I, I love the pickups. You know, they're doing everything they can to surround Tua. This is literally a make or break season for him. We will know everything we need to know about Tua Tungavailoa after this season. You can't say you didn't surround him. They improved I'd the say in a line. month. In a yeah. month, we're going to know. Yeah. Agreed. You've got, you know, they upgraded their offensive line, which desperately needed help with uh, Taron Armstead signing arguably the number one free agent uh, from New Orleans. Uh, Connor Williams, they got, you know, former Cowboy just to solidify the interior. Tyreek Hill. Yes, they paid a freaking King's ransom. But if Tyreek Hill continues to be Tyreek Hill, in addition to the the rookie season Jalen Waddle had, you've got weapons galore. Mike Gesicki uh, has the talent to be a top five tight end. And you have a defense that was in my opinion, a top 10 defense last year and didn't lose anybody. You yeah. know, you actually, they added Melvin Ingram as a, a kind of a complimentary pass rusher, re-signed Emmanuel Ogba, Xavier Howard, Byron Jones. Uh, you've got Jalen Phillips going into his second year, Raekwon Davis. I like Christ- Jalen Phillips. Christian Wilkins. You have just a lot of young talent. If that defense continues to ascend and the offense gets better, uh, we could be looking at a top 10 team in the Dolphins. I've got him 13th. Um, I do love McDaniel. I think that he's going to do a heck of a job there. It's just what can Tua do for you? Uh, Tyreek Hill, they brought in so much new talent and energy. I think that they're going to end up higher on this list than what I have them at. You have them 15. I have them 13. So who would be in the middle? Who's 14? Because uh, now we're into playoff teams. 14 teams get in. These are playoff teams here throughout. So number 14 has to have a big asterisk, and that is the Cleveland Browns. And that is because (laughs) I am assuming, based on these rankings, that Deshaun Watson is either not playing significant games or is not playing at all. I had to make the rankings based on what I think. I mean, the 23rd uh, accusation just came out, and apparently there's a 24th in the works. This is something that is not going away anytime soon. Browns Uh, don't care. Yeah, no, of course not. But the NFL will, there will be some sort of disciplinary action. So we have to assume, and Baker's not playing for them. Let's be real. Even if they don't, Baker Mayfield is not going to trot out as QB1 for Cleveland ever again. So then you got Jacoby Brissett. So as, as much as I like the rest of the talent on this team, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, uh, probably the number one running back tandem between uh, Chubb and Hunt, some fantastic defensive players. You got Miles Garrett, one of the best pass rushers in the league. Um, Clowney resigned. You just got talent. You know, Denzel Ward yeah. signed a, a very rich contract at, at defensive back. Uh, if you don't have the quarterback, I can't. I I can't rank a Jacoby Brissett team higher than 14th. I just can't. I have them 16th. You have them 14th. Coach Cruz says Browns aren't even making the playoffs. That would make me so happy. Yeah. Um, I I've that's always not, that's not that hot of a take. If we've got Jacoby Brissett at quarterback yeah. all year. 
coach, I'm I'm gonna agree with you there. My guess currently on the suspension, just guess whatever. I think uh Deshaun Watson 10 game suspension appeal yep. goes to eight. I, I think that's kind of the territory that six to ten game, whatever, should be longer, but you know, whatever. I don't want to get into that. Um yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, not, a, not a Deshaun Watson show. We're just a power yeah, ranking show. It's here. it's yeah. not that. Uh Sid says they can rent Jimmy G. I would be totally cool <laughs> with that. And I think they would make the playoffs with Jimmy G. Um, yeah. I think he, that's a perfect uh, thing for him. Uh, that's actually great. Him. I have not seen him linked to Cleveland at all, but if I was Cleveland, I would rather have Jimmy G than Jacoby Brissett. Uh, My so, yeah. first big like hot take on the Jimmy G thing was I thought for sure he was going to get traded to the Browns. Like I was, I was kind of doing that one all off season, and then sure enough, they landed Deshaun Watson, which you know ruined that whole ordeal. But anyway, all right, here we go. Thirteen, lucky number thirteen. So here's another team that this is they're at where they're at because I do believe in their coaching staff. Otherwise, even though they were the number one seed in the AFC last year, I would put them lower, and that's the Tennessee Titans. So I think Mike Vrabel is just one of those coaches who clearly gets more out of his talent, which means that's the sign of a good coach. If you can take bad talent and have them play above their talent level, that is strictly coaching, right? They're, you're doing something to motivate these players to play beyond their, their normal abilities. Um, but... Derrick Henry, he has to eventually slow down. He's got, what, 20 million carries at this point, and he finally suffered an injury that took him out for most of the season last year, and you lost A.J. Brown. And Traylon Burks, to be, even if he is, yeah. he's probably not going to be step one. He, he 100% won't be A.J. Brown on day one. So you're, gonna, you're already losing that. Um, offensive line was already a little bit of a question mark. They didn't really bring in a lot of talent there. Um yeah, so I just I'm not crazy about the talent level on this. I thought they won because of their coaching last year, and that was when they still had AJ Brown. So uh, 13 Tennessee, that's all Mike Vrabel. I don't have them making the playoffs. You have them 13. I have them 22nd. Wow, uh, that was cool. yeah. I'm, I'm I think very, I was very I think I was too high as opposed to you being too low. I wanted I, to put Tennessee lower, but it's like can I can I really put the you know AFC? I'm not uh, a Ryan Tannehill seed. believer. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just not, and especially after the comments that he came out uh, with Malik, I, I hope I hope he takes his job, man. I, I hope Tannehill. I'm not a Tannehill fan. I'm a Longhorn. I hate A and M. I can't give up on it. I can't give up on it. All right, here we go. Number twelve. Uh, number twelve, and this is a team I could easily see higher than this, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan may not be the Matt Ryan that he used to be, but is a huge upgrade over Carson Wentz. This is a team that uh, I had picked winning the AFC South last year and was yep, disappointed that they crumbled the way they did. And I had Tennessee not making the playoffs last year. So, you know, maybe I was just a year too early on that. I just was a big believer in this Colts team. And it seems like it was Wentz who dragged them down. So what, what do you do? You replace them with a, a future hall of fame quarterback and former MVP and Matt Ryan. Uh, so that's only going to bolster them. Jonathan Taylor, the number one running back in the NFL yeah. from last year. And, and he's, you know, still only what, 24 years old. So he's got so much still ahead of him. Um, I like Alec Pierce. I like Jelani Woods. So I really like their pickups in the weapons department. They have maybe not as good an offensive line as they used to, but they still have. I mean, Quentin Nelson is the number one guard in the NFL. So you still got pieces there uh, to, to have a solid offense. And their defense has been good for years. As long as Darius Leonard's on the field, that defense is going to compete. There we go. I, I like it. I like it. And, you know, I like the Colts. I'm always like a Colts. I always pull for them because they have DeForest Buckner. Um, who I still love and mm-hmm. miss and wish he was still on the 49ers. But, you know, that's a whole nother debate. So now we're at number 11. I had the Raiders at 11. What say you? 
I have your San Francisco 49ers here what? at 11. And we oh, talked last week. I was week. about to tease. I wanted everybody <laughs> to put in the chat where the 49ers belong because I didn't think. Everybody man, is going right. to disagree with me, and that's okay. That's and okay. Here's, the, here's the big question mark. I, I'm happy to be wrong if Trey Lance ends up being the guy that you all hope he is. And that is the only reason that I have them at 11th and not higher. The rest of this roster looks great. Shanahan, in my opinion, you know, top three or four coach in the NFL. It's just the question mark of the quarterback. The talent level is there, but there's a much different, you know, especially running a Shanahan offense, it, it, there's just a big learning curve, and I need to see it on the field before I can put the 49ers in the top 10. I debated it. I promise you guys I did. Uh, but I'm like, <laughs> let me just put them right outside the top 10. They're knocking on the door. Hey, that's I have them as a wild card team. If you guys watched last week, I, I believe in them. The they rest were of their last roster. year as well, yeah. Yeah, so, and they almost made the Super Bowl. So if Trey Lance is everything that you want him to be, they could be a top five team. I'll say that. Let me ask you this. If Let's just say Trey Lance put up a – 28 touchdown 14 interception like i'm just going two to one ratio would that change the way you see him if you knew that's kind of the numbers that he would put up would that change it at all are you saying like no i would say because that that is my biggest question mark i'm not questioning this i'm not questioning the coaching i'm not questioning uh the defense especially the defensive line um you know, I'm not questioning the weapons, assuming D, this is all assuming Debo plays and, and you know, doesn't right. sit out or anything like that. Um, not questioning the run game because they always have one of the best running games in the NFL. Uh, Trent Williams, number one tackle in the NFL. I mean, they've got the pieces. It's just it's just the quarterback. Jimmy, they have proven that they can get to the Super Bowl and on the door of the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. So if you have a guy like Trey Lance, who because that's 28 to 14 passing touchdowns, but there's a rushing element he's going to add to that. There's an element of having to prepare that a defense, you know, when it comes to a, a dual threat quarterback that Jimmy G doesn't provide. So just that extra edge that a rushing quarterback gives you, if he's passing for 28 touchdowns to 14 interceptions, in addition to what he's adding on the run, I'm, I'm saying top seven team, uh, and they could challenge the Rams for the, the West title there. I like it. I like it. All right. I want you to throw this up in the chat, everybody. What number do you put the 49ers in your power rankings? I know a lot of you guys are going to put one and that's okay. You do you. <laughs> But it, I'll be honest, I have them sixth, okay? So where I have the 49ers, have them sixth. I wanted to put them fifth, but um, I, I think, and again, it's where they are now. I'm the biggest Trey Lance guy that exists, but we haven't seen it all the way. Um, so, you know, Brian's got them 11. I got them six. Uh, Coach, Coach Cruz, he's got them at five. I'm seeing eight, five. And so, yeah, throw that up in the chat. I'm curious to see. Where do you have the 49ers ranked overall? Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of fives. And, 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 and I, be like I said, I'm with you, John. If I had, if I, and you guys see him more than I do, right, John? You're, you're watching training camp. Um, and so you actually have more data on Lance than I do as somebody who just covers the entire league. So if we've got the Trey Lance that's going to produce those stats that you mentioned, I said six or seven. So I'm kind of right there, but I need, I'm a prove it first guy. Like, Hey, let me, let me show it on the field, show that you can be the leader and show that you can run this offense in a very, very tough division. Uh, And then I'm happy to be wrong on this. And, and sin, I saw that you, you think I lost my mind. (laughs) I I don't, I don't blame you. You know, she did say respectfully, respectfully. That makes it okay. That makes it okay. I hope I'm Uh, wrong. (laughs) <laughs> I love it, man. All right, let's jump into the top 10 um, and see who you have ranked ahead of the 49ers and kind of who these main contenders are with where they are now. Who do you have 10? 
Uh oh, I think we lost Brian. I think he uh, he froze up a little bit. I'm hoping he's gonna jump back in. If not, I'm gonna carry on with my stuff because I got you guys. Um, and I could do mine. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. I'm hoping he could come back in. And if he does, uh, we will address that for sure. Uh, not a big deal there. Brian's been man. He's been killing it. I, I love I love this dude on the show. I do disagree with where he ranks the 49ers, but that's okay. Uh, that's totally okay. So uh, let's do this. Um, my number 10 team with, and again, I, I've not seen Brian's ranking. So as we do this show, just want to let you know, like that's kind of where we are. Like um, it's, it's, it's complete. Is he, is he back? Is he back? He's still not back. <laughs> he, he's frozen. So um, anyway, my number 10 team, I have the Eagles who, you know, he already talked about just because of coaching staff. Number nine, I'm a lot lower on. Because I have the Packers there. I Aaron Rodgers, I think, is is amazing. And I think that he's great. And obviously, they were the one seed last year. And they're going to be a lot of favorites and all that kind of stuff. But I know people are thinking, like, I kicked him out of here after that. Definitely did not do that. He just froze. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, Brian's a good dude. He's a good friend. But I have the Packers nine. I just, how far can he carry them? I, I think the Packers have a lot of talent. Just not on the offensive side. We saw how good their defense was, and they still lost at home to nine points because offense just can't score against good teams. So we'll have to see there. Um, oh, I think he's back in. Let's see here. What's up? Brian's back, man. How you doing, brother? Good, man. Quit, inter, internet blip, apparently. It happens, man. You pay for the highest internet, and it still craps out on you. So. <laughs> You're telling me I have to kick my kid off of a freaking Fortnite every time I record. It's probably Otherwise, my, my son playing Minecraft. Let's just, let's just chalk it up to that. <laughs> it's the way it goes. So, okay, who do you have number 10, quickly? Number 10, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this Ooh. is a team who has the talent, has the coaching, uh, maybe not at the wide receiver position, but if there's any team that doesn't need a ton of wide receiver depth, it is Baltimore, and they suffered maybe the worst injury luck in the NFL last year. They lost their entire running back room before the season even started, and then they lost their entire secondary as the season went on. Uh, so playing in a tough AFC, but is you know assuming Lamar Jackson doesn't have anything weird with his you know negotiating his own contract, he comes back to play J.K. Dobbins. It's supposed to be great for the start track. of training camp. Uh, yeah, and just a fantastic draft. Kyle Hamilton, come on, um, to, to improve an already very solid secondary. Um, you got uh, the defensive end from Michigan, uh, who Odabo, who got injured and slipped because of his injury at his pro day. Uh, and then you already had talent, Clayus Campbell coming back. Um, you still got Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey. I, I like the whole thing. The only thing I don't like about the Ravens is their wide receiver room. So they obviously Hollywood Brown now in Arizona, Rashad Mark Bateman. Andrews. <laughs> uh, Mark Andrews is their number one yeah. receiver, which not a bad number one receiver. He's proven to be like, probably top two, three tight end. Uh, but the rest of this team, Harbaugh fan, um, I, I like the Ravens uh, to, to kind of enter that top 10. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, here we go. Number nine. I already uh, let them know. I have the Packers here. Who do you got? Okay, I have the Dallas Cowboys. And Ooh. I am, I, I thought about Ooh. putting them lower. That's the crazy I have, part. I have Cowboys 15. Ah, okay. So we're, so we're kind of, I was thinking about that range. This is a, a team that, you know, they lost Amari Cooper. Uh, and C.D. Lamb is now the number one. We have to see if he can carry that team as the number one. He did very well as the number two, but they also lost Cedric Wilson. Um, so, you know, they lost multiple weapons. They lost Lyle Collins, Connor Williams, so they lost pieces on the offensive line. Uh, you lost Randy Gregory uh, and the pass rush, who is now signing with, you know, the Broncos. 
Michael Parsons was fantastic. Look, defensive rookie of the year. So that that was a, just a home run hit. But this is a team that was good, but had issues last year and only got worse. I, like, I don't see them getting better in the offseason, John. And that's yeah. why I moved them down to nine. Yep, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, and well, I mean, I have the Cowboys 15. Talent-wise, you just look at them like if you're playing a game of Madden, they should be higher. But they're, they never get the most out of their talent, and they always find a way to blow it in the postseason yeah. and not even own up to the reason why they lost. Like the Dak play and all that stuff, and then you have the head coach saying, yeah, I would have called the same play again. Really? That was like, disastrous. That was that whole – the way they ended that playoff game – who I picked, I picked the 49ers to beat the Cowboys. What's in that. up? There we yeah. go. See, um, there we go. And, uh, but yeah, that was just horrible. And then McCarthy, not a fan. Kellen Moore, I like as a play yeah. caller. Um, but yeah, too many question marks. Uh, and I like Philly minus the Nick Sirianni thing as up. I could see Philadelphia winning this division. And what is it? 17 straight years with a different NFC East winner. So uh, I could easily be convinced to put the Eagles higher and the Cowboys lower. I like it. I like it. Number eight. Number eight, I have got the Denver Broncos. So we're going to start the crazy uh, AFC Broncos. West run here. Uh, I I was saying this time last year that the Broncos were a quarterback away and was not a Drew Locke fan from the start. Teddy Bridgewater, I thought, was an improvement. I thought they should have started him, but he's not going to elevate your team. And now you just added Russell Wilson. Uh, I just am a huge fan of their weapons. You know, I, Albert O, not even going to try to pronounce his last name, yeah. uh, I think is going to fill in nicely with, you know, with Fant going to Seattle. But you've got Cortland Sutton. You've got Jerry I Judy. They just dismissed the charges of Judy, so it's not like he's going to miss any time. Uh, KJ Hamler is a great deep threat. You've just got so many. And, and then um, Tim Patrick, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. As, as just They just have depth at wide yeah. receiver. Garrett Bowles, one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL. So you've got... Uh, up front, and then what they did on the defensive side of the ball. We mentioned Randy Gregory joining Bradley Chubb. They drafted a defensive end in the second round. Um, you've got Patrick Sertain, a great rookie season at defensive back going into his second year. Justin Simmons, in my opinion, probably the number one safety in the NFL. So you got pieces at every level. Um, I have them fourth. I got them fourth. Ah, I'm pretty high on the Broncos, and yeah. I hate the Broncos, and I hate Russell Wilson. But yeah, like you said, they they had one missing piece, and they went and got Russell Wilson. It, we'll see what he can do because he's never played behind a good offensive line. It's so, hard for me to put, and I've mentioned this a few times, a first time head coach in the top five. Probably the only reason I have the Broncos eighth is because Nathaniel Hackett, his first job as a head coach, uh, all reports seem to be that he's got the talent. We will have to see, but the talent level on the roster. There we go. There yeah. we go. All right, number seven. Um, here we go. I, We're getting into it now. I have got the Super Bowl losing Cincinnati Ooh. Bengals here at seven. I uh, have the I, Bengals at seven, too. Oh, look at that. I love when we're aligned, John. It makes me happy. This. Uh, I just think that is, I mean, look, Burrow, Chase, Higgins, what an absolute amazing combination. But I think this is a team that those kind of that star power really elevated them. Uh, their defense was was good and improved, but it was more like kind of a middle of the pack defense. And their offense got hot at the right time. So this isn't yep. a team. And once again, this is a team. They're going to win the AFC North. This is not me talking. Them, but I just don't think they're in the top five caliber. Do they have the, like, any of these teams have the have the talent to make a Super Bowl run? Any of the teams in the top 10 to 12 yeah, have the talent agree. to Super Bowl run. So we're not arguing that. But we're arguing why I have them seven instead of the other teams that I have above them. And it's that, yeah, I just don't think they're, when we get into some of these top six teams, it's like, I can't, I couldn't put them ahead of any of these teams. Yeah, I'm with you there. And if you look at what they were doing down the stretch, every game was coming down to the wire. 
every single game. Right. And eventually, it just their luck run out. Um, it's kind of the played... opposite of what we mentioned about Detroit and losing those seven one-score games. That yeah. reverts to the mean in the other direction, too. Winning those one-score games, the ball bounces. It's an oblong ball. It's going to bounce in funny ways. You're not always going to win those one-score games. Yeah, and Vortex, who I'm pretty sure is a Bengals guy, um, said the O-line is better this year. That was their weakness, and that's the one thing I want. You know, they're winning games, and everybody likes watching the Bengals. They're so fun. They haven't had a lot of success. I get worried for their quarterback. He got sacked nine times, nine times in one get one playoff game. And, and they, they won. won <laughs> but that's yeah. you can't keep doing that to right. the kid. Um, I want to see your- Burrow play for a long time. That's your Ferrari. That's your Lamborghini. That's your prized possession. And he is getting rammed into the wall over and over again when he gets sacked. Uh, yep. So, yeah, worried about it. All right, that. let's go six. I got the Niners here. I know you don't, but uh, where do you what do you got number six? I've got the Green Bay Packers at six. So it looks like we kind of have Packers and Niners kind of flip-flopped yep. a little bit. Uh, I think Devontae Adams is a huge drop, but only a drop so far as it. they have Aaron Rodgers. They still have... Physically speaking, maybe the most talented quarterback in the NFL running their team, a team that has repeatedly made the NFC Championship. Say what you want about them getting to the Super Bowl, but this is a team that's winning 12, 13, 14 games every single year um, with LaFleur as their head coach. And so you can only put them down so much, in my opinion. And yes, we can talk about, John, the Vikings competing, but it's still still the Packers division in the NFC North. So you're already giving them a division win. Um, the NFC is, is, a, is a lighter schedule, you know, than, than having to face you know, a lot of the, the juggernauts in the AFC. Uh, so yeah, seeing them as a top five to six team, I think the Packers are, are good right here at six. I like it. I like it. All right. Number five, we're at the top five now. Number five, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh. Uh, and it, it's an interesting take on them having Tyreek Hill depart they don't replace, they, this is a team that is very heavily relied on not just stars, like superstars between Mahomes, Kelsey and Hill they get rid of, of Tyreek Hill, send him over to Miami, and they instead replace him with a bunch of kind of depth pieces. You got Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. They drafted Sky Moore, which if he pans out could be nice. Um, you've got Marcus Valdez-Scantling, who, you know, we just talked about the Packers. He's a great deep threat, but he's he's not Tyreek Hill. No. So uh, it's is. more just like this is a team that always struggled with depth. So now they have more depth, but they don't have the superstar power. It'll be interesting to see. Does Patrick Mahomes spread it out more? He had tendencies to just go to to Hill and Kelsey 25 times a game. That might be something to look after. Um, their, their running backs, I'm not a huge uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire fan, but their offensive line was actually one of the best running black, run blocking offensive lines in the NFL last year. I actually thought Andy Reid should have run the ball more. Uh, I think they're doing a lot more balanced. I always think they should run the ball more. But, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. Uh, you know, they got Tyrion Davis-Price. They have some talent in the backfield. They got the offensive line to do it. If they can be a more balanced offense, if Mahomes doesn't rely strictly on Kelsey, especially with no Tyreek Hill, then that offense is still going to be dangerous. Um, uh, yeah, I think deep- I think you said you said uh, TDP, Tyrion Davis-Price. They got the other LSU guy, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. It's funny oh, yes, how the yeah, LSU guys have yeah, three names. All, yeah. <laughs> the dashes. I, I love it down there, man, yeah. the dashes. I, I have the Chiefs eighth. Um mm. I'm not sure how that offense is going to go without Tyreek. I think it's going to be fine, but is it going to be the best? And can, you know, they do all those fourth quarter comebacks and whatever they're notorious for. It's the magic that's going to be gone. And which is why I still have them top five, but I don't have them one or two, which is, I think the last two, two to three years, I've had them in number one of my preseason power rankings every year. Yep, I same here. And they've dropped down. I, I think they're, they're mortal for sure now. And let's go number four, um, top four. Who you got? 
I am really, really high on this team. This is probably my my ride or die team if I had to pick, and that's the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I just think this is a team that you got the quarterback position solved. Justin Herbert is already one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL entering year three. Uh, I like Brandon Staley as a head coach. They were knocking on the door of the playoffs. All they needed to do was stop a run from the from the Raiders yeah. and couldn't do it. Uh, and what did you do? All you did is you just improve your team. You know, you you drafted Zion Johnson to to improve that offensive line. Rashawn Slater was was. Uh, he was a high pick, but, I mean, he just hit the ground running as one of the top tackles in the NFL. Resigned Mike Williams. Still have Keenan Allen. Uh, Gerald Everett, I think, is a, simply because of his youth, is a slight upgrade at tight end over Jared Cook. Uh, and then what they did on the defensive side of the ball. We mentioned the Patriots losing J.C. Jackson. The Chargers added J.C. Jackson. The Bears lost Khalil Mack. The Chargers added Khalil yep. Mack. You still have Joey Bosa there. Um, you've got Derwin James. If he can stay healthy, you know. There's just so much talent on this team and a team that, uh, you know, has a defensive minded coach and defense was actually their issue. They were 26th in defensive DVOA last year. So and they all they did was address that. So I just love everything they did this offseason on the team that's already kind of right there. um, I could be talked into moving them higher, even from four. I have them second. Um, Mm, Yep. So, yeah, I mean, and you get in here and it's just pick, you know, once you get into this top 10, it's kind of like pick your poison. Yeah. Um. But I love the Chargers. That roster is no joke. And you didn't mention Eckler. You didn't even mention Austin Eckler. So it's like yeah. so it's just you know they're stars good. left and right. Yes. Very they're good. Fun. All right. Number three. I haven't heard you mention the team yet, which is still a surprise to me. Number uh, three. I, you know, it, I probably would have put them at like twenty three if Mr. Tom Brady did not unretire, and that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've got them here at three. Uh, that they brought the whole band back together after winning the Super Bowl two years ago. Uh, still were one of the best teams in the NFL, came a little bit short last year. Brady retires, sort of, <laughs> and then decides to come back. Uh, they didn't lose much. Uh, Ronald Jones, uh, actually, that's who I was thinking is, is now in Kansas City. Um, I said TDP. He is actually at, with your San Francisco 49ers. Uh, so right. Ronald Jones is one of the only losses they had. They also lost Jordan Whitehead, who, who went to uh, the Bills. Uh, but otherwise, they brought back. They're stars, you know. Dominic and Sue, no, but they just signed Akeem Hicks, who kind of at, at this age kind of replaces that. So this, there's not a lot of question marks. This is a team that we know is good. We know this roster is good. Mike Evans is still there. Chris Godwin, they franchise tagged. Brought in Russell Gage from Atlanta. Just just give Brady another weapon. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to like. There's, there's not a lot of analysis. It's Tom Brady. It's a team that won the Super Bowl with mostly the same roster yep. two years ago. What can you say? I have them number three as well. Yeah. And that Akeem Hicks signing really bothered me because uh, I think <laughs> it was a perfect signing. And I hate it. I hate it. It really is. Number two. We only got two teams left. I haven't heard the Rams yet. And is that is who I have at number two. I've got the LA Rams. I got Super them five. Champions. You got them too. Yeah, this is a t- similar to what we just talked about the Bucks. They won the Super Bowl, and they didn't really lose much. Robert Woods, you can say, is a loss, but he wasn't with them for the second half of the season. OBJ was a great addition at the end. Good chance he still signs back with them, but I am a big Allen Robinson fan. Uh, I've been a fan with him since he was in Jacksonville. I just think he's such a great overall receiver, especially for a contested catch, which is what they need. When you've got Cooper Cup, who's able to just run amazing routes and get open across the field, you need a guy who could just go up and get the 50-50 ball. So I thought he was a great signing for them. And unless they don't sign – now, if they don't sign Aaron Donald – now, there's reports that just came out, guys, if you don't follow the Rams, and maybe you do because you're NFC West fans, that Aaron Donald is, quote, comfortable – with his with his NFL career the way it has played out, yeah. if he doesn't get the right contract, which hey, 
Rams, are, are you idiots? He, he's like, got to get it. He's he has get to. He has to. So this is assuming that he does. And, and Donald comes back. Stafford, obviously, first year on the Rams, led them to the Super Bowl. Um, Cam Akers coming back. Uh, but Daryl Henderson is a great number two. If for some reason Akers isn't, doesn't quite recover from that injury. Uh, the, you know, you still got Jalen Ramsey. You got the number one defensive yeah. tackle. You got the number one cornerback. You got the number one or number two wide receiver in cup. Uh, they lost Darius Williams. They had a couple small losses here and there, but not enough for me not to keep them in the top two. Yeah, I, I had them five. You know, they lost some of those, you know, Sheldon Day. They lost Andrew Whitworth. There's some question marks there. But, yeah, the the star power, I mean, it's the star power's there. And right. I, I think as long as they have that, I do have an item ranked fifth right at one spot ahead of the Niners. I think they deserve that. Even though the Niners beat them six out of seven times, they didn't win the division. They didn't win the Super Bowl. And returning the majority of that roster, um, we'll see. I think the 49ers beat them this year, but you got to pay them the respect. Now, both of us um, have one team left, and it's the same team. Number one, I think uh, everybody kind of agrees with this. This roster is packed. Number one, Brian. Yeah, this is the team that I think had they faced the Bengals, if they had gotten another coin, you know, another possession, and got yeah. to try to keep up with Patrick Mahomes in that absolutely insane, possibly the greatest NFL game of all time, uh, they could be. We could be talking about them instead of the Rams as the defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, and just like the other two teams we mentioned, they didn't really lose anybody. They only seem to have gotten better. Jamison Crowder, I think, is an improvement in the slot over Cole Beasley and his, you know, you know, particular beliefs. But it, it just if we're just talking football, his age and everything. Um, and, and then, of course, Vaughn Miller. I mean, come on. This is a guy who was an absolute beast and didn't look like he lost a step in the playoffs. So, oh, he's old. And they traded a second and third. Look, he helped the Rams win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And now he's on the Bills. Even if you only get another year or two out of him, when a team is that close and the thing they were – imagine if Vaughn Miller was on that team when they played the Chiefs in the playoffs. And, and it, all you need is Yvonne Miller to get to Mahomes before he gets that Kelsey pass off. And then, boom, suddenly the Bills are the team we're talking about as defending Super Bowl champs. So there's not much not to like about this team. Um, it's hard to find holes. Their offensive line could be, a you know, they're, they're, they're not a top tier, but it doesn't matter. It, it, yeah. They have so many weapons. They re-signed Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen has gone far and above any, what anybody thought he could be. Uh, what's not to like? They're they're a solid roster. Um, you know, again, if you're talking top QBs, he's in the mention of the top three. I think it's Mahomes. Um, I think you got, you know, Josh Allen. I think the Chargers kid, Herbert. Uh, I think those are kind of the top three. You want to throw Burrow in there? I mean, he's a gamer. I don't think he has the same tools or skill set the as physical those other talent three. isn't quite that, right? But but, but Burrow, hey, he took his team to the Super Bowl in his second year, so you at least got to give him some consideration. I'm, I'm a big Burrow guy. Uh, it just, yeah, it, he doesn't have the physical makeup as those other guys. He's just a gamer. Um, and so, man, this has been fun, Brian. Let's go through your list, top to bottom. Yep. Um, this is Brian's list. One Bills, two Rams, three Bucks, four Chargers, five Chiefs, six Packers, seven Bengals, eight Broncos, nine Cowboys, Ravens at that 10 spot. Then he had the 49ers 11. Oh, that hurts me. Um, 12 Sorry. Colts, 13 Titans. No, hey, man, be real. It's only That's room, only room to go up, yeah. That's right. 14 Browns, 15 Dolphins, 16 Eagles, Raiders at 17, Vikings 18, Patriots 19. We both agreed on that one. Cardinals 20, Saints 21, 22 Steelers, 23 Lions, 24 Commanders. Then we get into kind of the pretenders here. 25 Jets. Giants 26, Falcons 27, Jags 28, Bears 29 at 30. We got the Panthers 31, Texans. And dead last, Seattle Seahawks, baby. The fight beat Carroll's. Chew that gum. 
Chew that gum, my good friend. Uh, man, this has been a blast, Brian. Thank you for your time, uh, your expertise. I appreciate you bringing it. Um, and, man, we're going to have to do some more episodes like this. But uh, anything, can you pump up your content just a little more before we jump out of here? Yeah, I just want to say again, John, every time I'm on the mic with you, it's so much fun. We could do this seven days a week, and I would say yes, we would absolutely do it. Uh, but, yeah, guys, I appreciate it. You want to check out Legit Football. It's 100% free. You can get us by podcast, by app or by a daily e email newsletter. We're giving you everything you need to know Free. about the whole NFL, five minutes or less. You just want to get caught up on the rest of the league. You want to know about the 31 teams that the Niners are going to beat to get to the Super Bowl. You sign up for Legit Football. LegitFootball.com. Hit join. We'd love to have you. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. And for everybody at home, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.